This episode is brought to you by AWOM Lab. AWOM Lab is a creative space that offers membership for women entrepreneurs. The membership includes access to a cafe, high-speed Wi-Fi, a small retail store, and a full-service photography and podcast studio. The Lab fosters women's empowerment and is designed to inspire, motivate, and connect women in South Florida. AWOM Lab also has an in-house creative agency that develops content for female-owned brands. Most importantly, the vibe and energy is that of collaboration and hustle. So if you're an entrepreneur looking to kickstart your business, and need a place to work from or event space, make sure to follow AWOM Lab on Instagram. That's A-W-O-M-L-A-B. GGB is a proud member and we can't wait to see you at the lab. See you there. Girls Gone Boss is a driven women's guide to love, life, and business. Hosted by the boss ladies, Alex and Gabby. Combined, their network gathers an array of women from various industries who exemplify strength and tenacity. Their fun and positive approach to life will awaken the boss in you. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Yeah, so it's like, there's so many out there. I am grateful that Paradise shined a light to... The side of me people don't typically get to see, right? Because I'm feisty, I'm outspoken. I don't think you're feisty, but whenever... So, guys, I would get so angry whenever I would go on Twitter or Instagram. And if I would see any negative comment about BB, you can make noise with the wine. We're opening bottle number three, you guys. Oh, my God. Oh, it's been three bottles? Well, yeah. Oh, no. That's three. Yeah, but we haven't. We'll we haven't finished the open. second one. This is the second one, guys. Right, right, right. Okay. We are just opening the second one. We're not alcoholics. Right no, here. no. Okay, guys. On. So, okay. So I will go. say that the other day I was like, it's four thirty. It's five o'clock somewhere. I'm opening up this bottle. Okay, <laughs> that's, that's good with us. So I would get so angry if I would see me and me and Mimi would were constantly like seeing what people were writing about BB, and if I saw any negative comment, I just could not help myself but to reply back to all these people and put them in their place but in a nice way but i'm sure that's gonna have to be a full-time job there's so many haters honestly there's been i don't know fortunately for me the people that follow me are supporters yes i've seen and you talk to them all the time Yeah. yeah so like they're really supportive um but there are other people within the franchise that have hundreds and thousands of more followers than i do and a lot of their followers go on there and they hate and it's like dude can you give them a break like we're humans too like a lot of people forget that we're real people like this is reality tv and even celebrities like some of the stuff that people come up with like it's just outrageous how would you feel if somebody was telling this to you or whatever and some people say that well like well this is you expose yourself to it this is part of the gig and it's like it's not part of the gig to continuously get beat down by people like yeah because I mean from beginning this whole like journey and with the shows and stuff you've tripled almost quadrupled your following so that had to have changed even like what you post and how you post, how you, you know. It does because you're just kind of, I think the shifting point for me was meeting like a younger girl that was like out of high school that said she was a fan. And then I was like, okay, like I definitely have to be representing. Yeah, like I have to be much more careful because no filter baby, you know, like I'm really funny and I can do some outrageous things. But, you know, like I am realizing that my following isn't, it's different. And so there's a chance of like a girl seeing it. And right. And I think that's something that we we are aware of as well. Like who's listening to us and how we're really impacting. 
and then you kind of struggle because it's like, how do you keep your identity without, you know, shifting it too much where, you know, like I, I want to, one of the things that I really want to kind of figure out is how can I, people are always asking for my workouts and what I do and what I'm dieting, which is a huge compliment because Alex knows how much I struggle. Like I have my good weeks and then I have my bad week. Like I'm having a really bad week right now where it's like, I can't stop being hungry. You know, and a lot of that can play. But you're to disciplined me. when I do. So I call it the light bulb. When the light switch turns on, you know, like it's like okay, the light bulb is on, and then there's no. I'm like black and white kind of girl, so that there's no distractions. I'll be a thousand percent. But then there's times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, I just want a cheeseburger and fries, and then it doesn't stop. Like I'm, I'm like a bottomless pit. Like my bad eating is like have one meal. It's like, oh, I already ate bad. What else can I eat? <laughs> yeah, like you're like you're already after all. I already ate up. I already yeah. Ate bad. I mean, like those people that are like, but I do when I am working out a lot and I eat bad and I'm still working out a lot. I feel the difference, right? Where it's like, okay, I might eat bad, but I'll keep going. But there's a the momentum. But when that momentum kind of plummets, right? So I've been traveling a lot. I haven't been able to work out as much as I like to. And I feel the shift in my energy. And so I'm not the person like I go to the gym and then I can eat bad. No, when I go to the gym, I'm like, I'm not touching anything bad because I just put in all this work, right? For me, it's like I don't go to the gym and then I eat bad, which should be kind of the opposite. Like if you go to the gym, then you can have a burger versus like if you're going to sit around at home and watch Housewives. Yeah, but you already are not in that. You're not in that mode. You're not in that mode. So your your mind's telling you like, oh, forget it. Yeah, it's a balance. Like I'm not. Do I want to get to the point where like physically and emotionally and like I'm stable enough to just maintain my diet no matter what and be healthy and consistent? Yes. But I need to work towards that because one of the things I've realized is I've had a really unhealthy pattern in my like in my relationship with food and now that I'm older it's gotten a lot better but it's not where I want it to be so I want it I want to get to the place where like I don't rely on food when I'm emotional right so that's what I really want to focus on because I know that I can break through those also um I know that um also, food is very important for you to control. You you suffer from Crohn's, no? Right. The food intake has to be really important when yeah, it comes so to right, that. Fortunately, right now, what are you laughing at? What The wine or the banana? Oh, my gosh. What? Okay, so Alex hates bananas. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, why does she look like she's about why to puke? Why did you tell me? <laughs> and I'm can't. eating a banana, guys. Oh, my God. I think there was like one time that I just like sent her a bunch of a banana emojis. No, your profile picture on whenever you call me, it's you and a banana and I want to die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, no, no. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. She tries to fight this all the time. Smell, you guys, I'm sorry, but the smell makes Okay, just me smell the wine. Smell the okay, wine. what were so, we talking about? <laughs> I was diagnosed with Crohn's when I was 19 years old. I think... For everyone, it manifests differently. You definitely look like you. That's what I look like when I have an episode of Crohn's. And like, really? (laughs) (laughs) I want to die right now. Okay, so I was diagnosed with Crohn's when I was 19 years old. It came out of nowhere. I've always been really sensitive. Like, I've been lactose intolerant. I couldn't have milk. And then I went through like this period where it was just really bad. Like, I would throw up every morning. Crohn's, the thing with Crohn's is that it's not one or two symptoms and then they, you know, like this is what you have. This is Crohn's. It manifests differently in everyone. Uh, Like I think Pete Davidson, 
Ariana Grande's fiance, he has it. And his is like, I heard his story and I was like, holy crap, mine is nowhere near what he has. So for me, the way it's basically an inflammation of your lower GI, your intestines. And so you have difficulty digesting certain foods. I had to learn the hard way that I can't have high fiber foods which is weird because if you're dieting, they typically like you, you know, trainers or nutritionists say, okay, we'll eat a piece of chicken with broccoli because the broccoli, your body has to work really hard. So let's say you're a normal, you're a normal person. Your body has to work really hard to break down broccoli or high fiber foods. And so that's why it's so good to have it when you're trying to diet because then you stay full longer, right? Like it's just not going through your system. But imagine something that your, your body works hard for to digest. Imagine mine. That doesn't have, isn't like my, my GI isn't, and it's like, you can't even have kale. I can't have kale. I can't have broccoli. I can't have cauliflower. I can't have Brussels sprouts. I can't have bok choy. You know how Drunken Dragon has the best bok choy? I will have my friends order it just so I can have like two or three. Drunken Dragon's it. a restaurant here in Miami. Yeah. Amazing. It's so good. Delicious. It's like a Korean, it's like um like a fusion kind yeah, of Korean barbecue yeah. place, but they have, there's no other place in the world that I've gone to that has that good of bok choy and I shouldn't even be eating bok choy, but it was so good. It's like crispy. So I'll occasionally like have a little bit, but I stay away from broccoli, cauliflower. I had I once had a kale, like, you know, the craze of kale when it came out like a few years ago, we had this like big workshop and I ordered a massive kale Caesar salad. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing is delicious. And I poured myself a boy. Like, I kid you not, within an hour, I was like, my, what happens to me is that my intestines swell up. So my stomach, I look like I'm three to six months pregnant. I throw up forever. I think the last time that I had something, I didn't think that it was my, my Crohn's. And it was because I spent like three weeks bloated, but not normal bloated. Like it was like bloated where I couldn't, like it was, Really crazy. And so right right before a BIP, right. Right before I left for paradise, I went to my gastro and I had him run all my tests. And he's like, well, you're not doing so good. So he want me to put me on a steroid. But like I, I struggle with getting on medication as a Crohn's patient because the the medication is so strong. You don't want to get dependent on it either. Right. I don't want to get dependent. So I've been searching for a more holistic approach. And by having much more of a moderate diet, there are seasons. I love salads. But there's been seasons where I just eliminate anything that's Green. a vegetable. Mm-hmm. People think that you need vegetables. You really don't. <laughs> I'm a protein girl. Like I can go and have a steak and be the happiest little camper ever i need meat i don't you know like it's just how i am so i i it's hard you know like i've had a lot of people when i've opened up on my crohn's dm me and ask me for tips but i think it's important to one get some medical advice see what you have your stomach is such a sensitive thing and then figure you as someone who suffers from it and just personal experience you have to kind of figure out what you can take and what you can't and and be just stick to it and be disciplined. Right. I mean, sometimes right. it's I'm sure it's hard, right? Because you'll want to have like some kale or can you eat like pizza and cheese and dairy? Yeah, so I'm and not stuff? completely lactose intolerant, which is like I can't have milk, like whole milk or Cold Stone ice. Does Cold Stone still exist? Yeah, like no, no, no. Like really creamy ice creams, no. But uh, you know how the, what's this ice cream shop that I love going to, but I can't do it. Freeze, freeze. So freeze ice cream on Miami Beach. 
they're delicious. So good. I, that place will be packed at eight o'clock and it's like a hole in the wall. Um, but I've occasionally had an ice cream cone and then I just know that for the next four days, I, <laughs> I need to behave with my food because if I like then eat pizza or then eat, you know, like things that are spicy and stuff like I can, it just goes down. It enhances yeah. it. So it's not good. And then it does, I don't feel bad. It, like emotionally, it takes a trigger on me. Like, it's just like such an uncomfortable feeling, but I'm, it's, that's why exercise for me is so important because it helps balance my, I feel like Crohn's is also very, like, it kind of triggers your, your emotions. Like mental? Well, because if you're not feeling good. Right. You know, like it, it kind of, you can't work out. You can't do these things. And so like, like you can't partake in maybe like an outing with your friends. Cause you're like, Oh, I, I feel uncomfortable. That. I can't put yeah. on my jeans. Like there's so many other things. And so for right. me, yeah, I'm like at this point where this number keeps calling me and I'm like, not about that. Life. It's probably somebody trying to sell you insurance. <laughs> <laughs> probably the scammers that try right, to. Exactly. The insurance people. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's good that you're controlling it and then you're working around it and um, it's helping you and, and you're just trying to maintain it and just get better. Yeah. I mean, right now I'm in a good, I'm at a good point because I'm actually enjoying a glass of wine. But there's been times where like I'll have a piece of chocolate and instantly like Twix for some reason. Like I'll have a piece of Twix and my stomach automatically growls. I'm like, oh, what shit. about three musketeers? But does it hurt? Because <laughs> I'm so hungry. Aside from getting bloated, does it hurt? As it's well? painful. So women who have actually had that have Crohn's and have given birth compare it to contractions. Really? So just so you know, when I'm pregnant... And decide to have a baby, like, you know, go and we're ready to like give birth. I'm going to take it like a G because (laughs) the pain I've been through that. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's bad. It's like you like see stars. Have you ever gotten hospitalized for it? Yeah. When I was 19, I went through like every week I would throw up and they I was in the hospital for like three or four days. I lost all this weight. Wow. Yeah. That's that's really tough because I know that chronic diseases like that, like I have a friend who suffered from pancreat pancreatitis and it's almost like pain like that. Um, and Crohn's disease, I also think it doesn't have a lot of visibility. People don't really know about it. So it's good that you're sharing. Yeah, there are a lot. Of, it's crazy when I've shared in the past, like through Instagram, there's a lot of people out there that have questions because they've suffered through Crohn's. And so, like, Crohn's is crazy. Like, it'll, it it can give you arthritis. It's an autoimmune disease. So, on top of that, I never knew this. And anybody who's suffering with an autoimmune disease that, like, wants to go under the knife and, like, get boobs, right? Like, right. needs to do their research because I got my boobs done a couple years ago. And, you know, I had to get them redone because they were a lot bigger than what I wanted. And I changed the doctor. I changed the style of implant. Um, and then I encapsulated. So when you encapsulate, it's basically a scar tissue forms around the implant. And so it kind of like lifts the boob. So you're, it almost looks like your boobs never dropped. So one's dropped and the other isn't. And that kind of started happening to both. And we also think that it was linked because I had, I had a series of things, but I was also taking Accutane and Accutane kind of shifts your body. So I went under the knife again. I went smaller. I changed the style of implant. It it has nothing to do with the doctor. My doctor's great. Um, I'm super, I've been super happy with my boobs. And seven months later, my left breast has encapsulated again, like seriously, right after paradise. So I went to this center here. 
It's called Aspen Rehab. I'm not promoting that. Like, this isn't like an ad or anything. Right. But like, it's it's just really uncommon to find a center. I literally spend three hours of my day when I go. It's like physical therapy for my breast. But it's the only center in Florida that provides this treatment for people who are suffering from this, right? It's a more holistic route where you don't have to go under the knife because for me, having surgery again is not an option. Like I will just, when you already have an encapsulation, that bacteria, like if you keep going under the knife, you're never, it's not going to be healthy for you. So it doesn't matter whether it's saline or- Mm -mm, It doesn't matter of anything. Basically what happens, and he broke it down for me. He's like, what happens is your immune system, right? And he's like, and if you have Crohn's, your immune system kind of can lower whatever. And I had had an episode right before leaving for paradise. He's like, your immune system knows that something's wrong. And so it starts looking for what it needs to fix, right? And it recognizes the implant as a foreign object. So it attacks it. And so the scar tissue builds around the implant and it contracts, So my left breast was higher. Fortunately, my implant is a lot smaller now where it's not noticeable, but my left breast was lifted. And so they do this treatment where they put an ultrasound machine on your breast and they give like these really massages. The ultrasound warms up the capsule. And so with the massages, you start stretching it. And with treatment and with time after a series of them, you can start and like wearing a a band, like I have a band that helps push it, push the... Is it painful? Well, it, you feel like soreness because basically imagine like something tightening inside of tightening, you, Tightening right? and then you're pushing, you're trying to work against the tightening, the tightness, right? You're how, trying to massage it to expand. So then it drops, like, your breast drops again. How do you sleep? I sleep with this band on, but I seriously wake up in the middle of the night and take it off because I'm always suffocating. Well, I have a, I, I call it my booby pillow because I have a, like, it looks like a cylinder and I literally have to like sleep on my side with the cylinder in between my breast so that it, my boobs don't hurt. Right. I, I also have implants and I got them. I had a tumor when I was uh, 17 and I got it removed. And when I was uh, 19, I got implants. It was recon- reconstructive surgery basically because it was, it ended up being benign, but it just, it it's so painful for me to sleep on my side. And before I had boobs, I would sleep on my stomach and I can't do that anymore because yeah. of the pain. You definitely can't. It's like so a different maybe, shape. But maybe like sleeping mm-hmm. with something in between no, no literally this help? thing is like, it's a strap. It's almost like when you wrap an ankle, basically what they do is that they wrap around, like how I have it now. It's like putting pressure at the top okay. to help the implant drop because the massages, the ultrasound warms it up and the massages kind of like, you're basically just doing, without the band, you're not doing the work. The point is about this whole thing. If you have an autoimmune disease, if you're interested in having plastic surgery, do your work, right? Because as someone that just thought like boobs are boobs, my Crohn's disease doesn't have anything to do with it. No, like now in retrospect, I could have probably done something else, right? Like they have, it's much more expensive, but they find ways to cover the implant with skin. Oh, Oh, I didn't know that. Wow. Or with a mesh. Okay. So your body doesn't like, it just recognizes And that's not an option for you at this point anymore? Well, no, because when I went in, he's like, you know, this isn't like you haven't suffered from this in the past. Like it was, it wasn't like the first surgery it happened. Chances of it are slim. And like, it's like $6,000 an implant. Right. Okay. So I went trusting and, you know, fortunately this treatment has been working. It doesn't really work for everyone. Like he'll tell you right away, like, okay, no, this is a bacteria or like we might be able to see some progress and you just have to be patient. And then you have to be really disciplined with the exercises and wearing the band. So how long are these exercises that you have to complete? It's like 15 to 20 minutes a day. For how long? For two months. Okay. So like I do the massages with them. It's like physical therapy for a month. It's like a series of 10 
maybe even 15, depending on my progress. But if you're not wearing the band, so since I had all these appearances, I had you the reunion, them, right? I had all this stuff, like I can't wear the band. And so I definitely saw like it, re- like the progress kind of like halt. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, no, I need, he's like, you need to wear this band. So I was like, okay, I'm going to walk around with a lopsided titty, but I'm going to wear the <laughs> band. So now all your dresses so that you have to make sure that they like go with the band or you, you're still going to take it off. Yeah, right well, like right now it's a little bit like uneven. So I'm, I literally told myself, so I was like, I have to go to Forever 21 and maybe buy like a bunch of like t-shirts or crop tops that are like airy. Yeah. You yeah. Know? Like maybe just wear jeans for another two months. I'm going, I am going to Bali on a fitness retreat. What? I love oh my God. Didn't so we much. say we wanted to do a Bali we have have it, we have it in our vision yeah. board. Yeah. Vision board. Tell okay, us more about Bali, guys, though. Okay, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Can you guys tell me about? I've been dying to but do a vision a, board. Yeah, you're the guest. Hello. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you so, didn't talk, it'd be a problem. We should actually we should get together and get a whole bunch of magazines and do a vision board together. I would actually love that. We, See, by the way, we love your apartment. Like you your do? apartment is so vision board ish. So like people, friendly. yeah, people don't know this, but the last like probably f- 15 episodes that we recorded were at BB's apartment. <laughs> and it had such amazing energy. And Well, I'm then- really glad you guys, it's funny. So Alex reached out to me and she's like, can I use your apartment? I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. I'm going to be away yeah. trying to find the show. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be away selling myself on this beach. <laughs> <laughs> selling myself. <laughs> Which right. I didn't at all. That's why it was one home so early. But right. like, <laughs> go ahead, use it. You know, and, like, but everybody that came in, um, you've listened to Brittany Burger's episode, <gasps> 25 and Selfish. Yeah, I love yeah. her too. She walked into your apartment and she said, whose apartment is this? Has the best energy. Like she just felt connected to you instantly. It's I, crazy. I've listened to her and I can't, how old is she now? 20, 25, well, right? No, 26? no, 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 no. She's 26 or 27 now. Okay. Yeah. So I listened to that podcast. I've listened, I have, I need to play catch up, but right. I listened I to it. a lot of your podcasts and, but that one just like, right. I listened to it twice. It was like one of those where it's just like, I need to meet this girl. And I, I texted Alex yeah. and I was like, Alex. Well, we should definitely connect them. We should. No, I already told her I would yeah. definitely. For the dinner that we're going to be planning on doing, we're going to connect yeah. them. Yeah, we're going to be doing a GGB little dinner with all of our guests. But you don't understand. After we finished recording the episode, I just felt so connected. There's something about yeah. her and I felt so connected. I started What's bawling. What's her sign? What is her sign? I don't know. Her birthday was recently. So, she might be a Libra. No, no, Libras no, no, are no. coming Libras up. After. Yeah. That's coming up. It's either Leo or... The- yeah, she's a Leo because I told her that my mom's a Leo. That's right. I remember in That's the episode. Right. Yeah. My best friend's a Leo. I, Shout out to Melanie. <laughs> I went to... This was like two years back. I went to someone who like reads your chart, but I don't know exactly what time I was born. I just know the time frame because my mom had a C-section and on my birth certificate in Dominican Republic, like back in the day, they didn't really put the time that you were born. Like it wasn't a thing. Right. So what's your time my time is like it's early Dominican afternoon. time it's Dominican time so it's like early afternoon mine's 10 a.m I don't know either I'm from Nicaragua and I don't think we had a time either yeah it was like 11 to maybe 2 like my mom just know remembers going into sur- like going under like at a specific, yeah you know and like the time is so essential right it is and they say that and so he read my chart and they're at that time I was dating this guy who was an Aquarius but I just felt like this is the lawyer who was like super sweet everything a paper great but I felt like I was 
I saw signs of me being the person that I didn't want to be, which I do in other relationships, which is like put the things that I like aside just to make them happy. And I was like, look, this has nothing to do. Like, I'm going to end up resenting you. Like, it has nothing to do with you. I'm just realizing that, like, I need to be by myself and I need to be alone. And That's so Virgo, though. But I am so happy. Like, I don't. So I want to just clarify, like, my horrible ex-husband <laughs> I love at the same time because that relationship grounded me in the very best way like I am who I am today because I grew through him and that relationship and I will never like I had I had this one friend who's like oh something that like you regret or I don't know what the question was was like that you that something bad that happened that you don't regret and I'm like, my marriage. And she's like, you don't regret that? And I'm like, do you see who the hell I am today? Right. Amen, right. baby. Yeah. Yes. If I still lived in that bubble, who knows who right. I would be? Like, would I would be never believe in myself exactly. again. Exactly. And he taught me so much. And as crazy and as wild as that relationship was, like, that relationship is responsible for so much of my growth. And I, as much as I do not agree with him in the way that he goes about things, like, I still have so much love for that relationship because of everything that I am today. Good. So I know I'm ready for a relationship. I've given myself the time I need to recover. I know where I'm at. I know what I can bring to a relationship. I know the kind of woman I want to be for my man. Oh, I love you it. You know, like, I know all of that. But I'm not going to let other people dictate what I should do. And, like, basically, what's the word? Like, basically, just submit myself to their timeline of what they think is right. For yourself. For yourself. Like, take your time. To do the things that you need to do for you first, right? So if every just because everybody else is rushing into something doesn't mean that you need to. Right. Just because a marriage, guy, kids, right, everything. Just because a guy thinks that you need to be somewhere in the relationship, it doesn't mean that. Or just and, because all of your friends are getting married and having kids doesn't mean you have to rush and marry the first guy, even if he's a loser or he's not really respecting you. Like what's for you will be for you and be like stand for that. And I think that I'm it's, it all trickles back to that relationship that allowed me to see that I can be this woman that stands up for herself, that stands my ground. And, you know, there will be a man who sees that as like, that's attractive. OK, so you're going to you're going to be a little warm, like it's going to be a little bit. To like warm up to you, you know, you might put up a little, you're like, okay, that's attractive. Like you want to take another three months before we're like, he okay. has to work for the goods, right? He girl? has to work for the goods. <laughs> like granted, but I fall easily. And, and I when know Virgos that. when Virgos fall, they fall. Oh gosh, really? forget it. Yeah. Hard. It's like, it's, imp it's just Virgos, like, I like so Virgos. loyal. Yeah. We're so loyal to You are anybody. Alex. I am loyal. Yeah. We're loyal. We're completely understanding. We definitely always want to meet people where they're at. We're a little on the OCD side. Super OCD. You know? Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> poor Ryan. I think that... <laughs> Ryan's her husband, by the yeah. way. Ryan. Poor Ryan. God bless his heart. I am so OCD on him. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm OCD on, like, my place. If it's not clean, it's I'm It's immaculate. Not, yeah. 
We left it immaculate because we knew that yeah. you wanted to. I knew I could trust her. If anybody else asked me for this favor, I'd be like, the hell? I'm not letting right. people have a... But it, because it was Alex, we cleaned yes, that. we made sure it was good. I loved your anxiety um, blanket. blanket. I was like, you gotta put this on. <laughs> yeah. You got an anxiety blanket. Put it on. Yeah. Yo, that... Because I suffer from anxiety. So I was like, oh, this do you want the? Like- do you want the blanket? Why? You don't want it? No, I have it. I folded it up. If you want it, I can give it to you. I think I'm getting another one. It, and if you want, are they sponsoring you, girl? I'll take it. <laughs> oh yeah, it was actually very comforting, and like it just feels like like if someone's on you, kind of like hugging you type of thing. I don't know if that's the vibe that they're going. It for. is. It gives you like it's a weighted blanket. We're totally selling this thing. But listen, but honestly, BB, what's next for you though? I feel like I was telling her earlier. I was like, I feel like what's next for you is like she's she would be a good host. I have been telling BB since day one, you need your own show. You are a host. You need to host something. And every single time I hear her on a podcast, see her on a show, see an appearance, I'm like, BB, this is your future. You need to do this. Yeah. This is probably the most comfortable. This is not probably. This is the most comfortable I've been at an interview. In an, in an interview. we're friends. Yeah. So like with the morning toast, I, I mean, those girls are gossip queens. So like you just Claudia, like dive Jackie, right into it. I love yeah. you guys. Um, but, girl with no job. Yeah. Girl with no job. She's, and Jackie old problems. And then their little sister is an intern. Their older sister is the OG. I wish we were at Camp Toast right now. We actually talked about going. Mm-hmm. But can we go to dates? Camp Toast? No. It are, it's right now. It no, I know. Can we go another year? Yeah. And we should totally have them on the show. But anyway, so in that one was a little bit more. You well, it was super fun because it's in person. Some of these podcasts are over the phone, right? You it's know. different. Yeah, we like to have people here. Yeah, it's so much. I did the one with Caitlin and Kendall, and that was yeah super good. But like, you get nervous when you're talking about the show a lot. And like, I granted, I've I've spilled some tea here, but our main focus isn't just the show. You know, it's a lot about like you where you're at, and like as women, the our struggle. Like, it's just a lot more personal than just the main focus of right. the show because I'm always getting nervous because you don't know what you're supposed to say and not yeah say. and some people try to like well, trap you and we things. wanted we wanted to get like dive deep into BB and who you really are and not just about that what I love is that you yeah that she genuinely was looking for love like um, that you just really like all of us I mean yeah. I'm still hoping for real love out there yeah I, mean, I know so there's a part of me that with being single for a long time is like am I looking for like am I being too hard on myself and it's not I'm not based on just physical looks like I've had great relationships with people that initially I'm not really attracted to and I with time I fall in love with them and um I my ex was that way he says that I friend zoned him for a month and I was like I did and he's like yeah it took you like a month before I even felt comfortable enough to like make a move on you but and then there's sometimes like I meet people and it's instant and so like those are the little reminders like I came back from paradise and I met this guy it didn't work out like we're just here in Miami yeah well like he's not here but after the show not in the show okay not in the show nothing to do with the show god bless Um, (laughs) (laughs) but you know like having that initial attraction and like feeling like oh my gosh that excitement was almost served as a reminder to myself as like hey by the way like these feelings still exist like just because things haven't really worked out doesn't mean that you need to like ignore like this doesn't happen for you you know so it had been such a long time since I felt excited yeah, or like, it's so beautiful. I'm gonna see someone, feeling. you know, like that refreshing, like butterfly in your stomach oh, thing. Like, I love it. 
it almost served as exactly what I needed to feel right after paradise. Just as like a, like a little hint from like the universe, like, Hey girl, like you can, you can still find someone and have a little taste of that because that still exists inside of you. And it does. But the greatest love of all that you found in paradise is Is Astrid, Astrid, your Penelope. (laughs) My Penelope. We were Salma and Penelope. I mean, Astrid comes from Nick's season, which is a season prior to Ari's. This girl is hilarious. She's so funny. She's so real. That's why we clicked right away. Like, this is really real for her. Like, her relationship is real. And so, like, what happens when you're a very genuine person going into this? Like, you struggle with the ins and outs of, like, reliving all this stuff on air. Like... I think she's mostly excited about having all of this over. So she can just live her life. Their relationship can be them and that's it. Like no outside opinions. And then that's how you know it's real. You know, like when you're just excited to just live life together, you know, and I'm really happy for her and Kevin. I can talk about this now because the reunion already already aired. Um, We'll have already aired. Uh, we're going. We're all going to Bali together. I'm their adopted. I'm so excited for you. I'm their adopted child. So Kevin <laughs> is an instructor for this fitness retreat in Bali. I think it's called like Active Escapes. And so he's bringing on Astrid, and they extended an, an additional invite. And <gasps> I am not turning down a fitness retreat in Bali. Like I no, feel girl. like that is the perfect place and trip where like you're focused on your like it's a trip focused on health and like like. Well-being, oh, well. mental health, spirituality. I can. That's exactly what we all need right after this show airs because you cannot undermine the emotional and ex- like the emotional pressures and anxiety that goes into rewatching your relationship on. Yeah, because I could imagine it's so. In- I have full anxiety, and I'm not. Nobody knows about my my right. my drama, but imagine it having to have millions and trillions of people all over and the- edited, right? And and like told in in the producer's way, sometimes spinning it a little bit, and then you're like, damn, they just made me look crazy as hell. But I'm not. Like I have genuine feelings about something. Well, this is what I always tell everyone: reality TV puts your personality on steroids. Right. And so like what you're seeing, you're you're looking at a segment where they try to fit in so much in two hours. So what you're actually seeing about that person is very limited. Like unless you're the lead and they allow like you're in this position where you're continuously talking about yourself and people actually get to know you through that. The chances of someone actually really understanding who you are are slim unless you have a lot of airtime where you're talking about yourself. Right. Or like you're expressing where you're at and your feelings. Fortunately for me. I can never be mad at the producers because they shined a light on how passionate and how much I want my friends to be happy, even though I knew I wasn't connecting with anyone there. Um, And that's what my time in paradise was for. Like, was I upset that I left early? Yes. But like, there was a point where I even remember telling Alex where I was like, I feel like I need to text producers. Like, I feel like my time isn't up. Like, I need to go back. And, you know, then I kind of calmed down and... Um, I, you know, they were just like, I don't really see how this is actually going to work. And you have to trust, like the producers know who you can fall for and who you can't. And they were as optimistic as possible for me as well. But like, they knew, like, even now looking back at everybody that walked onto that beach, like everything in your past, I heard this on an Oprah podcast and it hit everything in your past is perfect. So as frustrating as things can be, everything happens for a reason. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to play the cards that I'm dealt. 
And fortunately, they shined a light on that because they could have chosen not to show that. They could have chosen. They could have chosen to show me crying because you know I wanted more tequila, or like getting mad, or all the crazy pissed off things that I said when I left. You know, but but I think America really likes you. So and that's why they keep calling you back. Yeah, I mean the person that I'm. I Astrid says she's like you're the girl that comes in and you. I have the two week curse with the Bachelor <laughs> franchise. I don't make it past two weeks. <laughs> I'm like if I ever go back and I get a third rose or a fourth or a fi- like I just want a fourth rose. That's how I know I've made it. Well, I think you should be the next Bachelorette girl. I think so too, <laughs> and I think most of America feels the same way. And it would you would be the first Latina? No, I, I think I would be the. Would I? Alex you would, would be. Yes, you would be the first Latina. Yeah, we need to represent. You know, would I be completely honored? And would I take the gig? Absolutely, because it's just imagine this, all those guys for you. I would die. I would be like yes, but I think the lead is so much more than you think. You know, you have to give everybody a chance. Like I watched. And plus, it, it must be really tough to let people go. That has to yeah. feel bad too. Becca is so poised, you know, and so so she graceful. Really she just did such a good job. I think Colton was the one who told me. He's like, you know how everybody in the franchise talks about Ben being such a great yeah. bachelor. Like Ben Higgins is like takes the lead as being yes. the ultimate bachelor. He's like, I feel like Becca is the Bens of oh, the Bachelorette. Right. If I ever was offered, would I take it? Absolutely. If I was single, absolutely. Are the chances <laughs> very slim? Yes. Because I think that a lot of it's easier. I think it's easier to find. I keep saying I think. I'm so sorry. It is definitely easier to find a good leading woman than it is a man. Do you know what's really funny? And this is something that Gabby has no idea about. But usually the women who have been the bachelorette, the first guy that they give the rose to the are the first ones, impression rose. Yeah, it's the one that they end up because with. Because that's how we are. They, we know it's an intuition. Yeah. And plus us women, we're not, I don't, I feel like men want to see like, oh, I don't know about this one. Let me try the other one. Like they feel like there's like better always, no? Ari and Lauren, I think are the real deal. Like they they're are so the happy real together. They are so happy and I'm happy for them and they're meant to be together and Becca's happy and Becca's, everybody's happy. Well, yeah. we, I GGB want to see you happy, BB. Well, That's thank all I you. Want. I would appreciate it. I'm just saying, if it's ever offered, yes. Are the chances slim? Yes. But I, it, it would be one of those miracles from God that I'd be like, what is happening in the world? Miracles from God. So if somebody out there is like, hey, I may want to be like, you know, I may want to go to a casting. It's, it's you recommend it. It's real. Absolutely. Like if you feel it, like look how I did it. You know, and seven months later, like if the stars will align for you, they will align. If you're supposed to be there, you're supposed right, to be there. If it's meant to be, it'll be. You know, and is it, there like an age ga- like cap you can go? If you're if you're going, the best advice I can give is go in being your genuine self. Right, stay true to who you are. Be prepared to have your personality on steroids, right? Like I learned that I have crazy eyes. I didn't know what crazy eyes were. My best friend told me I had crazy We've eyes. We've been telling you this. Yeah. I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't want crazy eyes. You just eyes. did it. <laughs> she does. She just did it right now. I just like, I envision crazy eyes being like the cartoons where the eyes just like roll around everywhere. Or like the character on Orange is the New Black. Like it's when your eyebrows just go up and like it got to the point I got self-conscious and I went to the doctor and I was like, can we stop my eyebrows from moving? He's like, but then you will have no expression. I was like, I need my expressions. I feel like that's what that's who you are. That's who makes you you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I um the process works. If if you know you're supposed to meet somebody through this show, you will meet that person. So I definitely recommend 
anyone who feels anyone, even guys that are listening to this, like if you feel like you could have a shot, I will say it's important for you to go into it with a genuine heart because you're only going to get the best out of it if you're really true to who you are and wanting to find a relationship. You know, I love it. And just to wrap it up, is there a boss moment that you want to share with everyone? Aside from like, you know, just putting your life out there in front of millions of viewers and just being vulnerable to love. Is there anything else that BB is really, really celebrating or just excited about or just really like proud of yourself? I think it's important to celebrate ourselves. And I feel like, yeah. I mean, it's really good that you're saying that because within the last couple of weeks, you do go through the. I've been so busy with like traveling around and stuff. And when you come back home, it's kind of just like, whoa, what just happened? And, you know, I'm human. I sometimes you feel like you should be doing more. But I, I do think that one of my moments was trusting that this is the path that I'm supposed to be on, like quitting my job to be on Paradise was such a risk like I'm not a person who you like a, plans yeah I like, you like plans. a plan and so is that a Virgo thing too yes. yeah I mean I'm kind of winging it and one of the things that I think I've been stressing the most is that I don't have a plan but it's important to trust your intuition right and so I'm taking the steps that I need to take in order to figure myself out you know there's a lot of especially with like learning about finances. And now that I don't have like this income that I'm very much used to and it's just like, okay, well maybe I shouldn't order everything (laughs) off of Uber Eats and I should go for a walk. (laughs) And like, (laughs) like I think the other day I was just like, what, what was this charge? And I was like, Oh girl, you cannot be ordering Uber Eats. So it's just like, yeah. Knowing priorities. Yeah. Knowing priorities. But Okay, boss moment, I will say taking the leap of faith and quitting my job. I think that's the riskiest thing I've done in a really long time. 1000%. I don't, I still don't know what I was thinking, but I know (laughs) that it was the right thing to do because I feel like it's right. I think the best advice I can give to people is learn to trust your intuition. And when things are for you, they will be for you. Now, I know that as women, our intuition can also uh, be mixed with a little crazy. So (laughs) check yourself. Check yourself at the same time. (laughs) Like sometimes I feel like, wait, is this real or is this not? Because I feel like this is real, but I don't want to (laughs) go. Right. Well, I think that's amazing advice. And I think we had so much fun just getting to know, well, more of you, because obviously we knew you, but. Thank you. And where can everybody like kind of like find you on every uh, social media platform? Yes, it's all baby B-I-B-I underscore jewels. It's consistent everywhere. Spell jewels for them, please. J-U-L-Z. I've had this since I've had a Blackberry. Oh, this my has God. Been my name. You know, back in the day when you had BBMs, yeah. I think this was like when I was 23 years old, I created baby jewels. And then it's been like my thing all along. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being no, here. Thank you for I had so much fun you. talking to you. I know I could. You're gonna be back. I will. Absolutely, 100% I'll be back, be back when I've like figured out my life. Okay. And you found love, and you tell us all about it, and you come with him. Exactly. We're gonna put it out there, girl. We're gonna put it out. It there. is out there. Yes. And, and we're gonna do a vision board party. Maybe. Next yeah, week. we need to do it at your house, girl. Yeah. You have great yeah, we'll energy. Do it there. And we'll invite. We'll invite Brittany. Yes. Oh my god, that'll that be amazing. Be really we do Sarah and Brittany. Yes. 
Oh my God. They're BFFs. That would be so good. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you guys were inspired and empowered by BB's story. And just make sure to check out. um, There's a lot of um, tons of episodes on YouTube Mm -hmm. and everywhere, right? They can like kind of relive all Mm -hmm. the stuff that you're talking about. And check her out and just make sure to follow her. We're excited that um, you got to know her a little bit more. And follow us on uh, Girls Gone Boss on all social media platforms. Listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, actually really everywhere. And thank you guys. We'll see you next week. See ya. Bye. Bye. You're listening to Girls Gone Boss. Hosted by Alex and Gabby. I love you guys. Oh, yeah.